Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, welcome back to the show. Partly cloudy skies, a little bit of rain here in the Midwest. I don't know what the weather's like where you are, but you know what? It is springtime, and uh, you can expect this type of weather until we get into, what, June, mid-June? Tony, does is it, is it affect you and uh, the development of your track, the building of your tracks and different things? Yeah, of course. We we had a dry day on Sunday. I actually rode my CR500. It was super fun, but... Uh, I should have been in the, in the machine, and the and I've got some sand to haul up on a couple sections of the track. We've got a, a race this weekend, uh, opening round of our our series at my track for the motocross series, and you know it's it's uh it's just raining. It's just raining. There's nothing I can do. I had a meeting with Red Bull today. They came out and we slopped around in the mud, and it's just not a lot you can do, you know, other than those kinds of things until. We have a race this weekend, though, so I've, you know, I suppose Friday night we'll we'll be doing the work, and we've got practice on Saturday. Why is it so typical of everybody in motorcycling? It seems like we have all the time in the world, and then all of a sudden we're racing to get it prepped for the very beginning of the day. Well, it because you can't like prep that? the track. You can't. I mean, it's a process. You can't. If you prep it too early, it's it's too dry. You prep it. You prep it uh, too early. It you know. It, you open up the dirt and it brings in a bunch of. You know. It, it allows the the track to be muddy. There's just nothing you can really do. I mean, it's it's. Believe me, we got track prep down. We've we've been there and done that. And By the way, the track looks exceptional. Thank you. It's, it's come a long ways. I'm pretty why, proud. Why of it. are you uh, eliminating the opportunity for the fans to take pictures? Though, what's up with that? I mean, it seems like that would be something you want them to do. Everybody's welcome to come bring their cameras. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a professional photographer with their phones, <laughs> and we actually have like four prof- really good photographers that come. I don't, I don't tell anybody they can't. <laughs> PJ Duran uh, uh, joining us as well in the studio. It's always uh, a qualified individual. He's brought to us by our good friends at Hicklin Power Sports. Hicklin with a great selection of motorcycle uh, bikes. Not, I mean, we're not just talking Yamaha and KTM. What are the other uh, lines you carry? We also have uh, Beta, of course, under our roof, uh, K&M's entire line as well, uh, which includes Spiders and their new Riker model, and we're a Polaris dealer How as well. How hot is that Riker model, by the way? We've been selling a lot of them. It's a great price point. It brings people uh, who were looking at the three-wheeled motorcycle world, a lot more of them to the place. Jack is still looking at the uh, three-wheeled motorcycle world, right, Jack? I mean, I'm still looking at the Spider, yes. <laughs> All right, um, and we'll keep you posted. By the way, if that price point drops four thousand bucks, okay. By the way, in-house financing in Hicklin Power Sports, right? Absolutely, we've got a finance manager, and you can uh, apply for. Uh, you can get your uh, loan app done on the website before you even come in, and somebody will call you. Well, shout out to our buddy uh, Bart Hicklin. Find him online, HicklinPowerSports.com. They used to be in just a very small section of this. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A mall? A, 
uh, storefront uh, complex, and we have taken over quite the, the lion's share of it, essentially. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Pit Pass. Scott Casper, PJ Duran, and of course, our old buddy Tony. Tony uh, Wink. Tony, uh, you want to do the intro on our next guest, please? Yeah, it's it's uh, Ben Kelly. He's, he's absolutely crushing it in the XC2 class, GNCC Grand National Cross Country. And uh, he's won four out of four. And he's finishing. F- so so the, the, there's, the front row is the XC1. And then a minute later, the XC2 takes off. So he's racing. He takes off in the second row. And he's finishing... I think he's fifth overall in the in the uh, in the overall standings after the first four rounds. It's really impressive for an XC2 guy, and obviously four wins. It shows that Ben Kelly is Benjamin Kelly is the man in the XC2, and we bring him on now. Ben, what's going on? How are you? Congrats on the on the great start to the season. Yeah, I'm uh, doing good. Actually, just driving home from from riding today, and uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a really good start to the season, and just going to try to keep that momentum rolling. Sure, and and what do you ride today? I mean, you, are you riding woods? Are you you are you doing motocross? What are you doing? Uh, I do it all. You know, that's the best thing about off road. I think you you can ride everything, and it helps. And uh, I was actually out uh, riding in a sand pit tonight. So, oh, that's fun. By the way, Austin yep. Fortner just texted me. His phone died uh, at the very end of his uh, you know unexpected interview. So we're going to give him a little credit where credits due. In and out of the hospital, I gotta believe you're gonna run some uh, some battery time. Down. I assumed he just hung up on you. No, it was actually hanging up on you, Tony. So thank you very much. Ben, uh, <laughs> talk about the season so far. Obviously, you're riding on a high with four wins out of four four tries. Um, but uh, talk about the you know the races and and uh, you know starting in the that swamp that we raced in. I was down in Florida and raced it. I, every year I go, I don't know why I came here. Because I'm not Ben Kelly. I don't need to race that crap. But uh, there's a few, there's a couple mean? thousand of us that seem to think we want to do that every year, and we end up down there. <laughs> um, but what's it been like for you, you know, week in and week out? Yeah, it's been been a good year. Um, after last year, you know, I had definitely more pressure coming to this year, being a defending champ and all. But, uh, yeah, I just focused on myself and doing the best I can at the races and yeah, like you said, uh, Florida's actually, you know, I really like that track, but I say it's fun for one lap, and then, you know, after the second lap, you're just beat. Even I was down there, you know, at Caleb Russell's for for three months leading up to that race, and still, you know, halfway through, I'm just smoked, just takes it out of you. But, uh, yeah, overall, um, just stoked with the way the season's been going, and, uh, yeah, it's been, it's good starting on the, the XC2 line. I mean, I still, I'm happy that I uh, didn't, didn't move up last year and going to try to defend the championship this year. And, uh, yeah, I just, just try to do my best and, uh, you know, get up in the overall as, as best I can. And, uh, yeah, I definitely want to try to, uh, try to get an overall here, uh, this year and be the first guy to do it from XC2. And that would be impressive. First of all, and way to set your, your sights high on the overall that, it's impressive watching what you're doing right now with the, with the handicap on the start that you're taking, so answer, answer me this question, Mr. Uh, professional, incredibly fast racer. Something I don't know about GNCC in the in the XC1 class, of course, riders get to pick from a variety of bikes. They can run pretty much anything they want. Are there options in the two, XC2 250 class, or are you obligated to run a four-stroke, uh, which is clearly the, what everyone's running? No. Um, for XC2, it's just... Uh 
250 cc's and lower so i could ride like a 252 stroke if i wanted or uh you know even a 125 anything like that but uh yeah i just opt for the uh the 250 f the four stroke i think it's i think it's the best uh bike for for gncc's by far you know they're just a little easier to ride so for three hours you know it makes it makes it better to uh to charge and uh yeah just uh get through the race there's two strokes in the in the xc2 class and uh and not being a gncc pro like yourself tony i was unaware of that well, yeah, i wouldn't a, put myself as a pro but you've, uh, run, you've run some so you probably know the rules ben that that uh that number one plate looks pretty good on your bike i i uh watching the afternoon race i raced in the morning and, and watching the afternoon race you know it being the first round I was trying to figure out who you were when you're coming through the pack. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. Of course that makes sense. Um, but it looked, it looks good. Is it heavy? Is it heavy, uh, carrying that number one plate? I wouldn't say it's heavy, but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely stoked to be running it. Uh, finally used to it at first. I wasn't, you know, uh, looking at the bike. I'm like, man, I don't, you know, I didn't really recognize it cause it didn't have the five thirty on the front, but, uh, but no, I'm used to the, to the number one now. And I guess, uh, once you have it, you don't want to get rid of it. So, what's the deal with GNCC when they when they post results? They post you as number five thirty still, and I don't get yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Caleb Russell is number one. Oh yeah, of course. So you know they can only have one one number one out there. So he's he's the real number one. Is that what he keeps telling you? Like, why why would you do I that? I tell myself. Until <laughs> you knock him off. And, I'm, I'm uh, sorry. That's, that's a that's a competitor right there. He wants to knock him off. Exactly. So in the if you look at the results, you've got uh, – I don't think anybody's finished – you finished first all four rounds. I don't think anybody's finished second more than once out of the four rounds, which puts you at a tremendous advantage. You've got like like some 45 points or 35 points or something like that um, over your competition. Is it something like that, 35, 45 points or something? Um, you've got a pretty big lead after four rounds – at any point do you do you feel like you go in protect mode and you just ride as fast as you need to or maybe you're already doing that i don't know uh no not really i don't think i'll go into protection mode i yeah like you said the uh the guys um you know two through fifth have been swapping positions the first four rounds and uh yeah it definitely gave me a, a healthy lead but um still just gonna go out there and, and try to win every race and uh you know, not even really think about the championship. Just, just take each race and try to win, win every one. Because uh, if you're winning races, the championship will come. So I just look at it that way. And you got a race this weekend in Indiana, right? And uh, yeah, that's kind of a kind of a long jaunt for everybody. Um, that's based out east, like you guys are. Um, is is there? Uh, you guys fly to that, or what do you do? Uh no, I'm just gonna drive to it. It's, definitely a haul for me one of the one of the longest ones it's 15 hours so it's gonna be a long day of driving friday and and then monday who do you uh how do you travel to the races being a trail jester ktm rider i mean do you guys you, you take your own your own rig and and then uh hook up with your guys once you get there or how does it work uh no luckily for me uh my bike is um taken care of by just like the factory ktm team so mm -hmm. they have my bike and everything and uh my mechanic flies in with with all theirs and and builds it and preps it and tears it down for the weekend so i just drive in uh you know with my gear and then uh like my 
my e-bike and that's pretty much it so if i wanted to i could fly to the race but it's always nice to just you know, have all your own stuff are you doing those e-bike races nah i i'd like to um it would definitely be fun but uh the night before the race i think it uh would take a little too much out of me so they do them on saturday nights is that right yeah i kind of think they should do them on fridays and then that's they did friday last year but it's just you know, hard because then there are a lot less people there, spectators and sure. people that can participate. So maybe, maybe once this year I'll get out there. I'd like to. I've heard uh, I have one, and I'm I don't. It's not for me, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I ride the thing. I did a spin class at five thirty this morning, so I, that that totally sucks. But uh, the e bike thing, I don't know. It's it's uh, you're a racer, Tony, and I got to think anybody who's a racer, well, you know. Once you're once you're racing, it changes the deal, right? Dude, I got beat today in spin class, and I by some guy named Kevy that drove an electric car to the. Uh, I was pissed when I. Are we talking about Teddy Mayer? No, Kevy. His name was Kevy. 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 Who has a name like Kevy and the drives guy, an electric? Guy who beat Tony this uh, morning. He drove a pr- <laughs> an electric, the <laughs> Nissan version of a Prius. Uh, the Leaf. It's called the Leaf. Oh, I was so mad. Seriously, it's called a Leaf. Yeah. You got one of those cars, Ben, in your collection? <laughs> no, definitely not. Have good, you, uh, good for you. Uh, what do you, what do you uh, think of the electric dirt bike? Uh, hey, wait, wait. You say you have a diesel? Until I'm done riding. Hang on. Are you the guy that likes to roll coal on the on the bicyclist, bicyclist guys that are on the shoulder? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not about that. <laughs> ben? Ben. Come on. I ride the bicycle, too, so, you know, I, I want everyone to, uh, you know, respect them. Mm-hmm. Well, in that it's case, the been, right uh, way to be. Yeah, the you interview's know, it's over. A, it's and, a world. Uh, it's a world we have to time. share with one another. Those <laughs> are there a bunch of uh, are there a bunch of GNCC competitors that are involved in the e bike race? I mean, are are racers crossing over? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the majority of them are uh, crossing over, and uh, a few guys uh, just raced that series, which is cool. So hopefully, it'll keep growing. But. Uh, yeah, been surprised at how uh, how good the turnout's actually been. Do you think it's a? I mean, this is what we talked about a couple years ago when the e-bikes were coming in. Now they've completely taken away what used to be the argument. It was an unfair advantage for guys who had them pre-run in the course. Um, I mean, there's not a, an advantage that you're not getting by not doing the race. You don't feel, Ben? Nah, because the race is you know on a different course, and nowadays. All the top guys have e-bikes, so it's definitely you know you just it's the the way that progress you have to have one to to look at the course and just make it easier on yourself. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. There are diehard mountain bikers who who hate the e-bikes, and then um, other guys who. Well, I think that's, it, isn't uh, isn't it just a, a, a matter of time when everybody will go? Oh, I love the e-bikes. I guess so. I mean, I think they're cool. Um, I still, you know, love my regular mountain bike and do that more. I mainly just ride the e-bike at the GNCCs, but, uh, it's fun. You can cover way more, way more trail and, uh, Tony, you've got an e-bike, right? Yeah. I, what is it? A KTM e-bike? I do. Yeah. I actually have the KTM e-bike and we actually rode it here in the studio. Um, you can go the entire, um, length and width of the building in a big circle, if you will, a square bounce off the walls, but no, oh my God, it's so much fun because it's so quiet and you don't have to do a whole lot of work. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, uh, sponsors, who do you want to thank, bud? Because I know you've got some people you want to thank. Yeah, got to thank the whole uh, Trail Jesters KTM racing team for uh, for their support uh, last year and, and this year. It's been good. And, uh, yeah, a uh, few of my other personal sponsors like uh, Scott Goggles and Troy Designs and, uh, yeah, just, just everyone who supports me and uh, cheers me on at the races. Good job out of you, bud. Appreciate you jumping on, Ben, and uh, continued success for you in the GNCC Series. And uh, we're watching, dude. I mean, we are keeping track of what you're doing, okay? Yeah, maybe maybe we can. Uh, yep, yeah, let's get an autograph sticker from you or something like that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Anytime. Okay. <laughs> I've expected in the mail by Wednesday of next week. <laughs> Good I'll job. Rush ship that. I'll get R- that. Really rush shipping, uh, PJ? Uh, did you hear it? At no additional charge. Uh, our guest has been Ben Kelly, of course, uh, competing in the XC2 250 Pro class of the GNCC Series. And uh, Ben, we'll have you on again soon. Appreciate the time. All right. Thanks. See you guys. Thank you, man. Uh- Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you.